and everyone just stood there with the mouth, literally with the mouths open. Well, there is a few stories. I mean, one of those days that you think you will never forget was the when we um, when we were um, start, starting setting up the business. We came. We used to come over quite a lot, a couple of times a year, to do more and more research. And we decided we would bring a group of friends over who rode bikes, just to get their opinion to see to make sure that what we thought was fantastic, we actually it was actually fantastic. And um, the first time we um, we rode that road we call the West Coast Road, which is goes from the northwest down to the south of the island. And um, the, the our most memorable time, the first time I saw that road as as a pillion passenger, I firstly I was absolutely petrified because there's like sheer drops, but I, I was so exhilarated as well. I'd never seen anything like it. And we, I actually rode that uh, road the other day as well. And I, I said to Martin. This road just never fails to amaze me or impress me or takes my breath away. And um, when we stopped halfway along the road, uh, when everyone uh, with the with the tour, the group we were on, um, everyone got off the bikes, and Martin and I were like, you know, waiting with bated breath, and everyone just stood there with the mouth, literally with their mouths open, and we said, "What do you think?" And they said. Everyone, we are, we are just totally and utterly speechless. They drove around the island part of the part of the week already and thought it was absolutely amazing. But this road, they said they've never seen anything like it. It was spectacular. And every time I ride that road, and I must have ridden it now hundreds of times, every time I ride it, I always think of their expressions on their face the very first time. And the relief knowing that, God, we, we're right. It is fantastic. It's not, you know, it's not just us. Um, that was just, it, that's, that's one of those stories that I never forget, the, the look on their faces, it was amazing, it was fantastic. Our very first, well this reminds me of our very first customer, a guy called Mike Stanford, he, he's, he um, contacted us, we were just setting up and he, um, he asked about riding, uh, going out for a, for a ride and to be honest we didn't have any bikes. <laughs> The bikes were in transit, um, but it, it was our first customer and we, we couldn't say no. So we said, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, come and ride. So we hired a couple of bikes and we, we took them out. And he'd been coming to Gran Canaria for 10 years. And he'd always gone to an all-inclusive hotel in the south with his wife. They occasionally had gone to Las Palmas for the day, but they'd spent their entire holiday down in the south in this all-inclusive resort. He'd never been outside. So we took him out for the day. And he was absolutely, you know, amazed. And it was really strange because um, he was saying to Martin, Martin was being really enthusiastic. He's like, Mike, come and have a look at this view. And Mike, come and have a look at this view. And it was really funny because um, he said, he was like, oh, he was looking over the arm cone. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And Martin's going, no, Mike, come and have a look. And he went, I can't. I've got, I suffer from vertigo. <laughs> so he suffered from vertigo. And Martin said, why didn't you tell me before you said that? He said, I didn't, I didn't want to sort of like smile. So it was great because Mike sent us copies of all his photographs and there were some stunning photographs, but there's always this big thing of Armco right through the middle of every photograph because he would never go for it. But he is, he is a prime example of someone who comes to the island, who used to come to the island twice a year, every year for 10 years, and had never set foot in the mountains. 
and it's such a shame because that is where the beauty of the island is up in the mountains and the little villages and the locals and the little quirks and the you know lovely little local coffee stops and everything and to me if it was a toss up between the mountain and the beach it'd be the mountains every time one of our routes, we do go down to the south of the island and we do uh, drive through the, the resorts because there's got a beautiful coast road down there, the GC500. And um, and everyone says they really enjoy the day and the, and it's nice. And But they all say, I'm glad I'm not staying there. It's too, you know, you, you could be anywhere. They, they you know, but So for motorbiking, we, we know we've got the right place where we are. So that's a, that's a relief as well. But yeah, Mike was a prime example of people who come to Gran Canaria and think it's just beaches and all-inclusive hotels, which is a shame, it's a shame. We've had, it, we've had a few American visitors and um, the, the reputation as riders is maybe not as good as it could be because they tend to ride long distances and straight lines. So here it, it's very challenging for them. Um, and we had um, we had a call one one year from a an American riding group, a, a women's group, saying we've seen the website and we've looked at your feedback and we'd really like to come and do the um, two week tour. It was for four islands. We go to Gran Canaria, Tenerife, Fortaventura, and Lanzarote. And um, we said, uh, okay, how you know how many? And they said like nine nine people. So we were like, oh my god! So I was like really excited about it. And then I told Martin and he said, uh, where are they from? And I said, America. And he, was, and he went, ooh, because the reputation's not fantastic. <laughs> um, so um, so I, we were like, oh, do you know, do, should, is it, are we biting too much off here? Or, you know, what are we setting ourselves up for? So we, we worked it out and we priced it. And, and then we priced, we just like put a little margin on for like maybe a bit of damage and this, that and the other. And then we, I got back to them and I said, you know, this is how much it's going to be, thinking they're going to say, oh, God, that's too expensive. You know, we've priced ourselves out of it. And they went, um, that's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. And I thought, God damn. God. <laughs> but um, so it was a bit of um, this. The trip wasn't for 18 months. So um, we we, um, we had the build up to the trip and everything. And we were bit sort of like I anticipated a bit of sort of like, you know, would we need a bit of coaching first of all we couldn't have been more wrong they were fantastic they'd been riding for over 25 years they'd been part of this riding group forever um they were all women sort of like i think the youngest was about 58 56 58 so there were quite a few of them in their 60s and they were just you know awesome riders they were fantastic and a great group and we had such a fantastic two weeks with them um I also work as a um, teacher part-time, a teacher of English, so I work Monday to Thursdays in the afternoon. So I was trying, when I was um, doing the itinerary for the trip, I made sure that they were going to Fortaventura on the Friday morning so that I could go with them. <laughs> so that's one of the, the bonuses of being behind the scenes, just sort of like manipulate the itinerary so you can enjoy your weekend away as well. So uh, I went over with them and oh yeah, we had, a, we had a blast. They were just, and it just shows you how not to judge reputations of people, but they were they were awesome. Yeah, we had a great two weeks with them. Fantastic. We've got um we've got a regular guy. He's a, he's super. He, um, his name's John Commons, and he um, he owns a bikers pub in the uh, East Midlands in near Leicestershire. It's a big bikers pub, and he's been out 
tons of times. He, um, he's a great guy. But he had a uh, he had a bucket list, and on his bucket list, he wanted to do all seven Canary Islands. So over the over the time he's been coming out, he's um, he's he's done Gran Canaria numerous times. He's been over to Tenerife numerous times, and he said he need he needed to do the other islands. So we've done we've sort of like built bespoke tours for him. So he's gone off with Martin for the for like a couple of days doing these trips um, to like like Omera or La Palma and the and and the El Erio. And one this time he was done this trip and it was the the only time really, you know, like when you make it really because you know I'm only human <laughs> and I really dropped a clangor with it. And it was um I was organizing that all the ferries were perfect, all the hotels got it all sorted out. And uh, they said when they arrived in, I think it was like, I think it was El, El Herio. When they arrived in El, El Herio, um, it was eight o'clock at night. So I said, well, you could really do with a hotel really near the port then. And Martin said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I worked at all the hotels, found this hotel. And it said it was in the harbour, you know, in the port and everything. Um, so anyway, this this guy, the, this day they went off and they'd done the trip to Tenerife. Then they went over to the other islands. And anyway, I got this phone call about a quarter to nine and said, um, Joy, you know the hotel at the port in um, El Herio? And he said, he said, yeah, he said, do you know it's not in the port? And I said, no, 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 it's definitely in the port. It says it's a good view of the port. He said, you do know there's two ports here, don't you? I went, no, because it's only a little island. It's, a, it's quite a small island. I said, no. He said, there is, Joy, there's two ports. You booked us into the hotel in the other port. I said, Okay, well, it's no big deal. You know, port to port. He said, no, it's on the other side of the island. He said, there's no straight road. There's no lighting. They had to drive over all these mountains in the pitch black to get to the other port. And they, they must have got there about 11, 12 o'clock after. They, so, you know, my name was, my name was Mud. And, um, but the, 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 the thing is, because they had a really early, early, early ferry to get when they were leaving, they had to leave the hotel about two o'clock in the morning so they had to do the journey again so every time i book a hotel now and i always make sure it's in the same port and i always do a, a little route to just make sure you know i haven't miscalculated but every time you say about el Herio, don't book us in that hotel i'm like okay okay sorry, sorry. <laughs> our most um i wouldn't say our most precious um, customer because they're, they're all precious to us but um, our most uh, loyal customer if you like is um, is a Scottish guy called Ken and um, he he found out about us watching a um, watching a TV quiz show because one of our friends who because Martin used to be a motorbike instructor so um, he has taught loads of people and we get loads of his you know ex-students coming over anyway he taught this guy um spencer um to ride a bike and spencer one of spencer's hobby as well as riding bike is to go on quiz shows he's been on all kinds of uk quiz shows and he was on a quiz co uh, show called the chase so um bradley walsh who who, who um, presents the show said to him so spencer in your spare time what do you like to do he said, uh, I like to ride motorbikes. So he said, oh, what bike have you got? And he told him. And he said, and if you win money tonight, what would you do? He said, I would go to the Canary Islands. He said, and visit my old instructor who's got a motorbike business there, Martin. So he said, oh, fantastic. So Ken, who 
is in Aberdeen, middle of winter, freezing cold. He was he used to be the head groundsman of Aberdeenshire Cricket Club. So in the winter, he did he, you know his work was limited. So he's sitting there watching the chase. So he goes on Google and finds us. And by the time the television programme finished, he booked a week to come out. Well, he loved it. He came out for a week. Then he came back again. That was in the um, January, I think. Then he came back again in the March uh, for two weeks. And he's been out twice a year, every year for the last six years. But now he comes out for a month at a time because he's, he's got the time. So he's been like, you know, he's... He's almost like a fixture of the business. Um, anyway, to, to cut a long story short, he loves it that much. He's recently retired and uh, he lives down the road. <laughs> so, you know, he's been, he literally has you know, taken it to heart and moved lock, stock and barrel over here and everything. Yeah, so he, he loves it. <laughs>